0: Hi, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And this week's topic is 10 ways to self-partner. So many people in this community wanted to know how to self-partner and this is why I wanted to produce this radio show for you and the corresponding blog article. And hopefully as a result you'll connect to your power, truth and the generation of your incredible life. Self-partnering turns on its head what we were taught, which was to live life from the outside in. We've actually been programmed into believing that meeting our own emotions was the wrong thing to do. Yet when we honour self, not the egoic, small, needy, insecure self, but the core of our inner being, then we become whole and we honour all of life in wonderful ways. So let's have a look at the 10 ways to self-partner. Number one is listen to your inner being. Your emotions are vital to connect to. They are there to tell you where you are at, at, which is in stark contrast to your head, which can make up stories and often try to talk you out of where you are at instead of dealing with it. When we self-partner, we realize that ignoring our emotions is like trying to drive a car out of a bog, spinning wheels and only digging ourselves in deeper. Just like a dripping roof or a car engine making weird noises, things get worse if ignored. Our inner traumas trying to get our attention via anxiety or depression are exactly the same. How bad does it need to get or what outer event or physical disease does it need to manifest in order to get our attention? And how to know this? If we are still staying in our head about it, because being in our head instead of connecting deeply with our emotions is like staring at a closed car bonnet and trying to guess what is wrong with a car engine. It isn't until we come inside and connect and be super present that we are in a present to love and heal ourselves <coughs> excuse me, back to wholeness. All emotions are sacred and all roads lead to home when we self-partner that's the truth so number two is validate yourself fully and stop trying to talk your way out of negative emotion imagine your child coming up to you and he or she says i'm feeling sad and you say no you're not just ignore that feeling and get on with it how many of us were told this as children how many of us keep doing that to ourselves That response has done us no favours and makes our inner being feel totally invalidated, just as it invalidates other people when we try to talk them out of what they're feeling. This is the exact opposite of self-partnering. Self-partnering is this model. I see you, I love you and hold you with your wounds in order to transform them for you and I will not judge your emotions as wrong. In no way does validating our emotions mean we're going to be stuck in the rolling around of our trauma and the compounding of it. That is caused by invalidating our emotions. When our inner being fights back screaming, see me and heal me, I am not meant to be trapped in this junk. Rather, when we validate an emotion by self-partnering lovingly with it, we realize that it was almost Always impossible to heal ourselves back to wholeness when we were blaming shaming or invalidating ourselves number three is love your negative emotions your negative emotions are awesome I mean this with all my heart because every time you have a trigger here is the truth of the opportunity this is a trauma that can be released to create more space and power within the irony is when you stop judging negative emotions and simply work it up leveling them, you immediately grow from who you are being into more of who you really are, namely your higher potential living trauma free. This allows creation and consciousness, a higher power to flow through you because it now has a space in yourself to do so. To start to turn self-avoiding around into essential self-partnering, you can try saying this. I bless and accept this emotion, next time you feel a negative hit of something. Now, rather than turning away, you have turned towards and you are immediately self-partnered. The people in the Thriver community who heal the fastest are the people who learn this formula. Don't think about it, shift it instead. They use the modules in the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program as often as possible when triggered. Instantly releasing their inner traumas, hence why they become inner joy, space and inspiration. There are countless testimonies of this online for you to see how true this is. And they discover that rather than being engulfed in a trauma that has come up, which is exactly what thinking about it causes, or trying to shut it up by avoiding it, which means it will simply reappear somewhere down the track even more ferociously to get their attention, They go inwards purposefully to transform the traumas into space, relief, and freedom. Our greatest gold is mined from our wounds because when we release them from our inner being, we literally feel with joy and inspiration, which is creation. Truly, that is the alchemic journey of self when we meet our inner being. When you start living like this, You wonder why on earth you didn't get onto it sooner rather than spending years battling life while carrying your inner traumas. Number four is stop trying to change things outside of yourself in order to feel okay. When we are self-partnered, we understand a profound truth that if we work with emotion first and unconditionally bring ourselves back to a space of inner wholeness, then we independently feel solid and empowered regardless of the outer situations. Our egoic self would have us believe that if we make peace on the inside that we will tolerate what is and not do something to transform it. This is a complete false premise and when you let go of the egoic beliefs, you live and understand a greater truth. We do not need to be negatively triggered about something to realize that it is not for us. Having awareness in our power is not about fearful and painful triggers, it is simply awareness. In stark contrast, when we are not triggered into an insecure fearful self, we have the power and space to experience quality inspirations and make aligned decisions that bring us even more of the wholeness we've established on the inside. It is quantum law, so within, so without. This is when we transform situations rather than adding more to the problem with triggered reactions that are at the level of the consciousness of the trigger, namely fear and pain. When we transmute our emotion first, meaning tackle the trauma on the inside rather than the outside, we are less likely to self-avoid, procrastinate or add more drama to the mix. Rather, we know what to do or we know to do nothing at all. That is a wonderful side of effect of aligning ourselves within a piece. We become the solution. So within, so without. Number five, stop having expectations or needing set results. Law of attraction believers would have us focus on something in order to get it in our life. I believe being truly self-partnered is much more effective than this because when we become something on an inner level, we are as whole and full as if we had it and we actually don't need it at all. The danger with law of attraction work, it can deeply feel like something is missing if it hasn't shown up yet and it becomes a condition on our existence to be fulfilling. That is simpler, that is still living life from the outside in which defies quantum law, so within, so without At an inner level, when we are with ourselves unconditionally, unloading our inner wounds and becoming more space, consciousness and joy inside of us, that is all we desire, the feeling of becoming space, joy and expansion then we simply live as source being us, living through us, which is expansion, creation, prosperity, love and joy. And however that manifests in the real world is really not of consequence because we no longer need anything in particular to happen to feel whole. That is the juice and joy. And our ultimate power happens when we are happy for ultimate consciousness to take over the how and the what. All we have to do is be joy and expansion. In this way, we open up to outcomes that are so much bigger than our own limited wishes and thinking. We become unlimited. What does consciousness need? Nothing at all. Consciousness just is. Creation needs nothing either because it is all of it. We already are consciousness and creation and our only job to make magic happen in our life is to emulate which is be consciousness and creation, by cleaning out our own inner toxic junk, which is pain, fear and judgment, to be the real 99.9999999% space in ourselves that is our birthright. The only thing ever separating us from this birthright is the toxic trauma clogging that space up, not allowing consciousness and creation to express itself through us. The power in that space is consciousness and creation itself. And that is what we become within and what flows through us and creates the magic without when we are free of trauma organically and naturally. It just is. That is real life and freedom. Number six is put yourself first. This is a hard one for so many people. They think this is selfish and even evil. They also think that this is narcissistic. You must remember that a narcissist is putting their ego first, their false self, which when energised simply causes more pain and destruction in its wake. When we are self-partnered, we put our inner being first. We do love ourselves more than we love others because that is our true responsibility to love and accept ourselves with true self-partnering so that we can be the healthiest, most love-filled, truth-filled being we can possibly be for all of our human experience. If we fill our tank with consciousness, love and whatever sustains our healthiness, then we will lead by example and affect people healthily to empower them too. No longer will we be showing up as giving to get or being empty and needy, clinging to people enabling abuse and bad behavior by saying, I will try to make you love me even if it costs me dearly. This shift and releasing any trauma or of associated guilt changes our lives and everything we touch beyond description number seven is establish a true relationship with yourself whenever you get needy ask yourself what am i trying to get from outside of me that i'm not providing for myself and what am i not believing i'm worthy of receiving and What truth about myself? Do I need to be humble and honest about and share with others? Can I be vulnerable and real with myself first and then expand into true honesty with others? If we are not anchored into granting ourselves solid inner wholeness, worthiness and realness, we will continually find the people on the outside who reflect back to us. We will continually find exactly those people on the outside who reflect back to us the ways we have not healed this essential relationship with ourselves. When we shore these authenticity keys up within ourselves we discover that people in droves supply us with what we are now granting ourselves and we become detached from the people we don't have the resources to. These people just aren't a match for us anymore. Number eight is expand out into the world without fear. When you are self-partnered, meaning tending to your inner wounds and becoming more and more authentic, then you want to get out into the world to experience all of it, including triggers. There is only so much wholeness that we can achieve alone. Whereas out in the contextual field, having everything reflected back to us, the possibility for growth is unlimited If we feel left out and needy or hard done by, we can up-level. If we find people that push our boundaries, we can up-level. Any angst, we can up-level. If we are truly self-partnered, we want growth and expansion more than anything. We get to the level in life where we can be open-hearted without handing our power away and we recognize every uncomfortable feeling coming from interaction with others grants us the opportunity to grow some part of ourselves up from the original wounds into authenticity. And that's huge because we just come into more and more wholeness as a result of doing that. Then we get to live expansion and growth and joy and experience love and connection as we do. These are inevitable byproducts of open-hearted authenticity and being willing to meet life as a self partnered being. Number nine is don't be attached to having to be healed. When we are self-partnered, we unconditionally love ourselves, warts and all. No longer are we the critical inner parent condemning ourselves to having to be a certain way to feel loved and worthy. We recognise we're human and wounded. We love ourselves regardless. We recognise that our wounds are sacred and bless the fact that they do come up, granting us the opportunity to become a new self continuously. We stop having the ridiculous expectation of having to be perfect and striving to be perfect till healed. We simply live, we simply settle into our lifestyle of upleveling, but we grant ourselves clemency and the divinity of knowing we are perfectly imperfect. We are human and an evolving soul sorting out our stuff in divine ways and imperfect timing. Any embraced wound is an expression of our divinity. So much so, our lesson is to love and accept ourselves. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Something in my throat. Our lesson is to love and accept ourselves, wounds and all, right now. And that is when we transmute into grace. Because we are emulating exactly the same love that all of creation has for us which is pure and unconditional. Number 10, be willing to lose it all to get it all. This one is big. It's the biggie. It is the biggie. This is where we tap into infinite power and we set its power loose. Many people may think this is bite your nose off to spite your face, but it isn't. That is an egoic knee-jerk reaction born from stubbornness, fear, and often vengeance. What this means is you are so self partnered that you are aligned in your values and truth and you stay true to them and you are willing to lose anything that is not. I feel that I need to share an example here to help you understand this concept because it's vital and I want you to have a really clear understanding of it. Here is my example that is personal. Someone dear to me in my life has a terminal habit of being late for everything. I attend certain things with this person. And I stated to them, I'm not doing lateness and the anxiety that goes with that. I refuse to live like that. Just not doing it again. I'll take myself to functions. And I meant it. I was willing to lose their companionship to certain events and take myself there. Simple, simple. I was even willing to lose our relationship if that's what they decided to do, as in, you know, leave me because of me telling them that, that would have been fine. Because it was, I was just not having this as my reality, simple. It was astounding how this person completely transformed and started being organised and on time instantly despite every family member and previous associate saying it was a chronic issue, no matter how much they nagged, pleaded or yelled, this person has been late their entire life. So I'm going to explain to you where the true power is. It's this, so within, so without. I was the perfect alignment with punctuality. And please understand, I had no need for this person to transform. They would either step up or I was in alignment regardless. That's it. Because I was. I decided. That was it. Not doing it. This is all I will do. When we are willing to lose it all, to get it all, that is when we are aligned with pure consciousness and creation. And we realize that we are the resource of our truth tapping into universal flow, of, of the universal flow of well-being, by choosing and saying uh, "Yes" to our truth" and saying no to what isn't. It is so true. We will get what we tolerate. When something in a work sense, relationship or situation is not our sole truth and we stay with it out of poverty and limited consciousness, we are saying this is me and we are delivered more about it. Absolutely. Yet, when we take the transformative stand of making choices in our outer world aligned with our inner world, not attached to outcomes and not needing to see the physical proof of what we want, we enter the magic of the void. And the void is where the power is. That's where the miracle happens. That's where creation itself happens. So that is it. That's the being willing to lose it all, to get it all. And that is when we see absolute miracles happen in our life. Because the thing that we had been battling, it's either going to step up and transform or something far superior is going to come and replace it. Okay, so the conclusion to the 10 ways to self-partner, self-partnering is not something we do logically through our limited mind. It's a way of life that we choose with our entire being at a soul and heart level. I truthfully don't know any other way to be self-partnered than to be inside ourselves, meeting, feeling, and totally being connected to our own emotions may scare some people as it used to terrify me and the reason it terrifies us is because we have a level of trap trauma inside us that means being with our emotions may feel like taking up residency in a war-torn country with missile and bullets and unsuspected landmines at every time That is why releasing our trauma to become space and consciousness, which is liberty, peace and inspiration inside of us, is essential to be self-partnered in joyous ways. My true definition of self-partnering can be encapsulated in this one sentence. Meeting and being with our inner wounds to release our traumas and love and heal ourselves back to wholeness. All else follows from there. So I hope that you've enjoyed this radio show and I'd love you to come over to the blog, which is blog.melanietoniaevans.com and I'd love to hear your comments and uh, get your questions about this and i respond to as many as I possibly can. So that's it from me until the next radio show. Lots of love. Bye-bye.